All right. <sighs> it's the after Thanksgiving show. Yeah. It's the I just ate leftovers. <sighs> I need a nap again. I just I just munched on turkey. I had a turkey sandwich and all the other stuff. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that Contact Us button, drink a glass of wine like Patty is doing, and catch up on all of your back episodes. You can uh, click that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts and engage with us on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol The Watchlist Pod, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, and pretty please with sugar on top. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a great five-star review. We would love that. We sure would. So getting back to your thing about Black Friday, though. Mm-hmm. So we went out this morning, and for some insane reason, both Laura and I were up at the crack of dawn this morning, which is a rarity because my fat ass sleeps in, and she is the go-getter. She is all the energy and and everything that I wish I had, I am oh, job of the hut. Bless so, her heart. Bless yes. her heart. So this morning we were both up and she and she always gets her poinsettias mm-hmm. on Black Friday because they are cheap. They are two bucks. And so she makes a yearly pilgrimage to the depot of the home mm-hmm. and goes to get her stuff. I said, you know what? You know, let's go together. Let's make a day out of it. And then <clears throat> we were going to hit Michael's and see what we could see in terms of a frame and all that. I kid you not. It was not crowded. There were people out on the road, but it wasn't crazy. Home Depot had people in it, but it wasn't wall to wall anything. And I thought Michael's was going to be a bloodbath, to be honest. (laughs) I, I, and nope, not at all. If there were 20 people in the store, total i would have been surprised wow wow and i and i and i was very thankful for this don't get me wrong because i i mean thank god we have moved away from this soul crushing black friday of of yore where you know it's prison rules up in this bitch just to get one of two cabbage patch dolls or <laughs> dolls or you know some dolls oh my god uh, oh. dolls or to get one of two TVs that are on sale. Well, are you sure the pandemic hasn't had a lot to do with that? And I'm pretty sure that it has. I think I think a few things have had something to do with that. One, far many more people are buying shit online. Yes. Because a lot of stores, and I used to work for one of them, a big box store, they used to do their Black Friday deals two weeks before Black Friday. And and we had a hell of a time convincing people, no, this is what the Black Friday price will be. Mm. And I kid you not, at least 50% of people, if not more, said, yeah, I'll just come back on Black Friday to see if it's gone down. <laughs> and I, I'm like, fuck you, buddy. And I, and, I, and I would say to them, okay. But if you do, bring me coffee so I can tell you that you're that I was right while I'm sipping the coffee that you have to bring me. And they thought mm-hmm. it was a joke, but I wasn't. <laughs> and 
there would still be yahoos who wanted to come in for a certain game or you know a certain something something or the other <clears throat> but tvs and all that nah so i think part of it is online shopping people and many more companies starting black friday pricing early yeah yeah in addition to the pandemic like you said mhm combined with I just don't want to get the fuck up at 5 a.m. to go stand in line for some bullshit. Exactly my reason to not leave my house. The irony is, so we're driving over to the Michaels in this uh, side strip mall area, and we pass a five below. The five below had a small little line. Hmm. Hmm. A store where everything is $5 or below. Or less, yeah had a line and, and granted the line was 10 people but i was uh, but that was it we had a very nice black friday experience nice well my yeah. feeling has always been there is nothing i need that badly because if i needed it i would have bought it by now yeah i mean we have this friend rachel shout out to rachel hey rachel hey rachel so she's texting me last night, and as we're recording this, folks, it is Black Friday, so we hope you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Please, if you are in a sleep coma or a food coma, be listening to us so that we can bore into your brain and, and be all, like, you know, sensory with you. Oh, that's weird. But anyway. <laughs> um, but she's texting me last night asking me my opinion on a certain TV. And I said, well, you know, it's a shit TV, but you know, for the price and for how often you're going to use it, it's fine. You know, you, you could do worse. And I looked that TV up, actually. Mm -hmm. It's not too bad. Hmm. So there are some people who still engage in Black Friday. Yeah. But it's not like that price is going to go away on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Because... Because Black Friday at least now extends through Cyber Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. So log on to the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. Do you still go out on Black Friday and shop? And if so, what for? What would drag you out of your PJs? And and turkey leftovers in the morning, which are delicious. You know, what would drag you out of bed to go do something that crazy? Well, any hoosie. Anyways. Anyways. I feel like I, I feel like I'm low energy today. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I am too, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, well, welcome back to the watch list. Um, <laughs> so I've got two things that I watched. Two okay. things. How many, I've got, how many things I've do you got, got three things. And then I have watched one of the two things I know that you've watched. I'm not sure what your other thing is to say whether I saw it as well. Okay. Well, then, do you want to start with that? Yeah, I can start with one of mine. Yeah, go ahead. So Dwight has signed up to pay for Peacock. Really? Because, yeah, uh, there was something on there that he wanted to see. And so we've got it at least for a month i want to say and he found the brand new movie 
Psych 3, This is Gus. It's a movie with those same characters from that USA Network series called Psych. Right. With Dooley Hill and uh, that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I No, and I know what you're talking yeah, about. I have never guy. seen an episode of Psych. I have never seen any of the movies. <clears throat> okay. But I hear it's funny and good. It is very funny. The, I, and I've seen many an episode of Psych. And this movie, Psych 3, this is Gus. Is exactly what you're gonna ex- you would expect you would get from a, a movie version of Psych. Um, in this episode, Gus is engaged, and it's and his fiance is very much pregnant. And Sean, that's the other guy in Psych, he he feels something is up with this uh, this this girl, this girl that he's engaged to. And apparently he's he's done this a lot with every girl Gus has ever gotten serious with because I don't know he can be married and Gus can't <laughs> whatever okay. you know friend thing it's a friend thing so he's found out that his that Gus's fiance has many a different ID in her possession with many a different name on it oh so he's like. You got to listen to me because something's up with this girl and we need to, before you get married to her, you need to sort it out. And Gus is like, I'm not doing that, Sean. We're not playing that game. But then he humors Sean by, all right, fine. We'll go, we'll go prove to you that this girl's fine because he met her sister. So they go to the sister's house and the sister acts like she has no idea what's going on. And then she runs away and then they find out she's just an actress that gets hired by this girl repeatedly to pretend to be her sister okay so the wackiness and susan yes it is wackiness because these two are it's a comedy and they are wacky and the usual jokes they make are going on with fake names that are that they make up for each other when they introduce themselves to people they're going to talk to in their investigation and it's just goofy silly fun it's very entertaining i don't know that i'd pay for peacock to watch it because You've seen Psych already, and this is just another episode of Psych, but it's like two hours longish. Sure. But it's fun. It's totally fun. It's very entertaining. Uh, this movie came out um, on the 18th of November of this year, so it's brand new. Okay. Well, and it was fun. It's a fun little episode. If you've never seen Psych, uh, give it a try. Do I need to have seen Psych? It will help you understand what the fuck is going on with these two. Yeah. Because otherwise they seem it's just they seem like a couple of idiots. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But they're not. They're they are, but they aren't. Right. Well, okay. So psych three on This is Gus. This is <laughs> Gus yeah, that's on the name Peacock. On Peacock, yes. I was starting to have a uh, an electronics malfunction today. We were we were catching up on Project Runway, which has gotten uh, better. Okay. I, I I reviewed the first couple of episodes mm-hmm. last time, and and I said that it was a shell of its former self, and it it still is, but it's gotten better. One of the one of the idiots uh, bumped herself from the show, and just one of the contestants. But just bumped herself like she chose to leave. She, ch- you can choose to leave. That's what, was, that's what I was wondering. So she chose to leave. 
she chose to leave. Interesting. And that helps the show, actually. It it, yeah. it does. But it the show still suffers from lack of a host and and no real background on any of the designers. So there's no real attachment other than what you're learning in that specific episode. So they don't tell you anything about these people? They used to. So yeah, the first yeah. I've seen they, some I've seen it. I just gave up on it because I'm I'm bored with it. Yeah, the first couple of episodes of every season, it was background yeah. on half of them, and then there would be another half, and, and then you're getting attached. Not this time. No, no. Really? Yeah. but the, So the show has gone from, say, like a one-and-a-half star, two-star show to maybe a two-and-a-half star show. Okay. And it's interesting, but one of the judges says, this is by far the best crew and I was like, horse no, shit. No, I have seen not. better crews. They anyway. say that every fucking season. They this is do. the best crew from this I've ever worked with. I'm like, yeah, tell that yeah, to the people last shit. season. And then tell that to the people next season, because we know yeah. you're gonna. But one of the new things that we started watching <laughs> is called is called Cowboy Bebop. I have been watching that, and that is one of my three. Hot dog. Have you so, seen the cartoon at all? I have not. not neither have I. I have not. So, and it okay. it is off of a, a anime, right? Yeah, it's, it's an, an anime. It's an anime. It came out in like the late 90s. It was on sci-fi, I want to say. And and the show itself, which airs on Netflix, I, it's what, six episodes? Something like that. It's six episodes and it stars John Cho. Who I always love seeing in stuff. It's going to have 10 episodes. Oh, 10 Actually, episodes. it does have 10 because they all dropped on the same day. Oh, okay. And Mustafa Shakir, mm -hmm. uh, they play uh, bounty hunters who chase down the galaxy's most dangerous criminals in a, in a weird sort of dystopian future. And I, and I looked at Laura and I said, this feels a lot like Firefly. Yeah, except it's like a Western noir detective space show yes with a comic booky kind of feel and action yeah. yeah so in that regard and and in that regard i actually find it slightly more not more interesting but just differently abled than firefly and i turned to her and i said if Fire, I think Firefly, first of all, was a show before its time. And if Netflix had existed back then the way that it does now, Firefly would have been one of the greatest hits Netflix ever had. So I, I kind of cross Firefly with Buckaroo Banzai a little bit. And, and yeah, it's it's entertaining. Bit, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying <laughs> the shit, actually. Yeah. What about so, you? Uh, so for those who are wondering who is Cowboy Bebop, there is no who of Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy is what the bounty hunters are called. They're called cowboys in this reality. And Bebop is the name of the ship they're on. So John yes. Cho's character's name is Spike Spiegel. And Mustafa Shakir's character's name is Jet Black, which I think is kind of fun. It's hilarious because the guy's black and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and that's kind of the start of this show. Everybody's got you know interesting, crazy names or not necessarily. Um, there's like this 
dragon crime syndicate that's out there that they're trying to keep away from or you know spike has worked his way away from and the interaction between the two main characters is always fun to watch as well Mm. i i was having fun watching that and um you know i i like seeing john cho in a different role than all the other roles he's ever been in for once yeah it's fun i think it's fun to watch i as I, I admit, I have not seen the animated series at all. I, I saw a little teeny tiny bit of it when it first, like that first episode would start up and I was falling asleep on the couch because something was on sci-fi before that came on that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, what is this? And I turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just not into animation the way I used to be when I was a kid. <clears throat> Yeah, so, I'm. Yeah. So I have no background on this whatsoever. No. But one, it's sci fi. It's definitively sci fi. Yes. And two, it's got that cowboy element to it. It's got that weird, quirky mixture of space in the Old West and all that other sort of stuff. And John Cho, who's very likable in, in everything he does. And, and the music, and just, the soundtrack. And the mood kind of that noir feeling comes in there with and there are some things that are some of that too. Yeah. And there's this in one episode a subplot about Jet Black getting a doll for his daughter. <laughs> yes, yes. And what yes, happens yes. to the doll that he pays an extraordinary amount of money for mm-hmm. had me laughing. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing, that whole thing was great (laughs) and i think we are three or four episodes into it how far are you i think that's maybe how far i'm into it and there's an overarching storyline so every episode seems to be they are after one specific bounty and then there is an overarching storyline about the depth of of john cho's character and who he was involved with in the past and blah 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 and who he was in the life before he became a cowboy mm-hmm. it's it's good i mean if you guys are into sci-fi if you're into a little bit of goofy action and and you just want something that's just entertaining and kind of futuristic cowboy bebop is for you oh totally yes absolutely yeah. i agree yep yeah all right what else you got so that was my number two um so my number three is uh, the movie Minari. We finally watched that. Okay. Uh, it's on Showtime, which Dwight chose to pay for because he wants to see the new season of Dexter. So that's yeah. where you can watch it. If you have Showtime, you can watch Minari through Showtime. And I'm sure it's still for mm-hmm. rent out there. And Minari's, you know, it was up for Academy Awards and... The supporting actress, uh, the winner, was from Minari. She plays the the woman, plays the grandmother in this movie. And it's about a, it takes place in 1983. And a Korean immigrant family, they move from California. And they buy a plot of land in, like, rural Arkansas. Like, rural. Like, they're in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas. And the mom 
is not particularly thrilled with this because their son has a bit of a heart condition and she feels that being more than an hour away from the hospital is not a good idea. Also this giant, this farmland that he bought, um, the previous owner rumor has it, uh, killed himself because it, the land is cursed and it, he can't grow anything there or he couldn't. Um, we don't know how true that is, but the dad who is played by, Oh shit. By Steven Yoon, who was in the walking dead mm-hmm. for those who don't know. Um, he, he, he's trying to save as much money as they can because when they were in California, he worked as a, a baby chick sexer. Like you take the baby chicks and you look at them to tell what sex they are because people only want the females who lay eggs and the males would be disposed of. And they can't tell just by looking at them, a little baby chick, what would whether it's a male or female. So you got people sitting there looking at their butts all day. Mm-hmm. And they both get jobs doing that at a nearby hatchery because in Arkansas, you don't need to be nearly as fast with that as you do in California. Go figure. Go figure. And yeah, the movie itself, it's its like a, a slice of life of this family and what happens in this little bit here. Mom and dad are arguing a lot because of money and she hates where they live and why are we here and we live in a our house has wheels and there's no water and the sink the roof leaks when it rains and if a tornado comes through we're toast and oh holy shit and mom's very isolated because her english isn't that great and you've taken her out of like koreatown in california where they lived into rural arkansas where yeah you're surrounded by the ignorant Americans in rural Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Although the hatchery, there are a few other mm-hmm. um, Koreans who work there. So she, mom was pleased with that, but you know, they don't hang out or anything. And the dad's whole plan on this farm is to grow Korean vegetables to sell because you can't really get them. And he feels there's a market for them. And Well, the first deal that he had fell through and then he gets a second, he makes a second deal later on in the movie and uh, yeah. And grandma comes to help watch the kids. She comes from, from Korea and the inner grandma is a, is a hoot. I'm telling you, she is not your typical grandma who sits around, makes cookies for the kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's playing some, Like, kind of, it's like a Korean poker game with specific little tiny cards, and she's swearing up a storm, and she doesn't cook at all. And the little boy's like, you are not a real grandma. I don't like you. And you smell like Korea. (laughs) And it's really silly and funny. It's got its serious moments. It's got its, like, wow moment. Like, whoa, that's heavy shit moments. And it's got some really funny bits with grandma interacting with the boy and then the sister and the kids. So it's a cute movie. It's a cute, I highly recommend it. It's not going to like shake your world there. It's a very quiet film. Um, It's, you know, it's very quiet. A lot of 
a lot of talking and it is mostly in Korean with subtitles. They do like throw in some English words here and there. And the guy that he hires to help him on the farm is an American. So there's a lot of that English interaction there too. So yeah, it's, I'm not doing it enough justice describing this, but it is, it's a, it's a slice of life of this family in the eighties and yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Okay. So the the last thing that I have this week is the first two episodes of the new Disney Plus Marvel series Hawkeye. I watched that too. Which debuted on uh, the day before Thanksgiving, so Wednesday. So it's brand spanking new. Indeed. And it stars Jeremy Renner. And what I what I really like about this series, and I don't want to give away spoilers because there are I, I got so pissed off in prepping for the show today. Mm-mm. I I just Googled the cast because I wanted to say, you know, who else might be in it. And Haley Steinfeld is in it, and she's brilliant. I love her. I found out the name of a cast member that I didn't want to know. Oh. And if you've if you've seen the movie Black Widow, you will know the name of the character who will eventually pop up in in Hawkeye. Uh, okay. But Hawkeye takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. And Clint is is actually kind of a shell of who he once was he is he is after the blip and everybody comes back he gets his family back and and he just kind of wants to live out a a kind of quiet life with his family and there are people out there who recognize him as a hero and there is just a scene where he goes to new york and and it's it's kind of been in trailers and all that they go and see the musical version uh, musical rogers the musical and it's about captain america and the events of new york and all that i i i kid you not this show is so good they actually created a broadway level musical number (laughs) that was cast with actual broadway stars in it by the way and and it it Clint and his family are watching this and he's like, nah, that didn't happen. Uh but they cast it and and they're seeing it. And it's amazing that they actually created that for just one little scene in the first episode. Yeah, that is quite a production for that one short scene. For that one little short scene. Yeah. Well, and uh um Haley Steinfeld. You the the show begins by showing the events of the Avengers from 2012, but from the point of view of a a rich Manhattanite girl, a younger girl who grows up to be Haley Steinfeld. So you're seeing these events play out from the perspective of of somebody who is seeing them happen, and the one hero that she sees is Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And so she she kind of grabs onto that in her mind, like, I have to be this. 
And so you see her progress and so forth and so on. And her mother is played by by Vera Farmiga. Yes, I love her. I love her. Well, I love her too. And she may or may not be the best mom in the world. Hmm. Yeah. And it and it's one of those things where even the opening of the show, from what I learned, is based on the artwork from the comic Hawkeye, blah, blah, blah. I am not into comic books. Mm. Not the way that I should be. Sorry, David. Uh, but <laughs> I always, whenever, whenever I watch episodes of a Marvel show, I always go online and and seek out the people who spend hours going through every single frame of these things, picking out Easter eggs and all that. To see if I miss something. So I am quite convinced. I I, I know the end of this show. Mm. And I have always said that these shows are a means to an end. They are mm-hmm. the interstitials to get you from point A to point B so that they don't have to do it in the very precious few minutes that a movie a theatrical movie has but but what i like about it is that you see the effects of being an avenger and doing the things that clint barton does on clint barton so it's a very sort of human take on being a superhero yeah 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 but i i like it i don't know about you but i'm i'm digging it it's okay i mean i'll keep watching just to see what happens so are you not excited? Well, I'm not as big of a comic book movie slash actual comic books person as and superheroes in particular. Ah, um, okay. As you are. Ah, okay. And when I, I watched and it, I am, it was okay, you know. And I am totally wrapped up into this world. Yes, so, yes, you are. Yes, I am. And <laughs> yes, and I am on board. I am gonna be on board until it completely starts fucking up and and you know they really just start going bad (sighs) but what i will say is at least so far yes would it help if you've seen the other stuff before sure probably but you could but you could just jump into this as long as you've seen the 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 first avengers movie from 2012 you should be okay I would say you don't even really need that. I mean, you're obviously aware of the Avengers people and who these they are, but you don't need to have seen that first one to really get into this. I don't think you. Yeah, yeah, and it remains to be seen with the with the other few episodes because I think there are six episodes of this. It remains to be seen what you need to have seen. To understand yeah. what's going on, but but for I'm those going to make a first two. I but think the, the first two, there, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to make a prediction right now. Mm. So if you don't want to hear my prediction, <laughs> stop listening for thirty seconds. Three, two, one. Okay, Clint Barton is going deaf. Spoiler. And they explain that because that's actually a thing from the comics, as I found out, Mm. that he actually does go deaf. And in the comics, it's for a slightly different reason, but they do a very good job of saying that because he's not an enhanced human 
and he is going through all of these concussions and he is going through all of this concussive sound and all of this. It's zapping his hearing explosions and shit. He is losing his hearing. And so he is trying his best just to live a life while being able to communicate with his kids and hear his kids and enjoy certain things. This show is going to end with him retiring Haley Steinfeld becoming Hawkeye and her becoming a part of the new Avengers or the young Avengers. That's what I was predicting as well. All right, everybody, you can start listening again. So Hawkeye, the first two episodes are now on Disney Plus. A new episode drops every week on, I I, I think, Wednesdays. I'm Ooh, pretty sure. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. But any whoosie. That's all I got this week. That's all I got, too. Yeah. It's another short episode. It's another short episode, folks. Hey, we're not we're not screwing around. We got to get you in and out. You know, you got things to do, places to go, people to kill. Come on, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people to kill. Nice. Well, you know, hopefully not seriously. <laughs> God, Jesus, no. Well. Stephen Sondheim died. Yeah, Stephen Sondheim died. Big time Holly, uh, uh, Broadway guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad to hear. House of Gucci sits at about 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Eh, I don't care. I still want to see it. I am on board for that shit. I really am. Uh, Showtime has announced that Ray Donovan, the movie, is set to premiere in January. So if you are a big fan of Ray Donovan, but the biggest news, I knew there was going to be some big news. That's right. So Ridley Scott, who, who I have to say is, is he's doing a little bit of a Christopher Nolan right now. Have you heard him talk about why his movie, uh, this, this movie, the last duel didn't do well? There was a movie called The Last Duel. Yeah, it stars Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, Jodie Comer, and Adam Driver. Oh, and it's a and it's a period drama that came out where Adam Driver is accused of raping <gasps> Matt Damon's wife. And, I've seen and, the commercials. Okay, and it looked interesting enough, but not uh, enough yeah, to but go I to the show. Yeah, like interesting, but I'm like, what? What is this even about? Yeah. The, the the commercials didn't even really give me a good feel of why I'd want to go see it. Yeah. And apparently the rest of the world thought the exact same thing. Hmm. And he's blaming that on millennials and watching shit on their cell phones. Okay. <sighs> sure. Uh, whatever. whatever. But Ridley Scott confirms that live action TV series are being developed and the pilots have been written for a Blade Runner TV show and an Alien TV series. Hmm. So that could be interesting. Yeah. Although for years there have been dueling Alien sequels that have been in the works, but I think the one with Ridley, I don't know. (laughs) 
<sighs> because Alien Covenant didn't do so well after Prometheus and just the franchise has taken a shit. Mm. But I think it would be interesting to have a series that something that could be a slower burn hmm. on a Netflix or something like that. So it'll be very, very interesting to see one, if they film the pilot two, if it gets ordered to series and three, where it would, where it would end up. But so there you go. There's our news. Thanks as always to David for the news, by the way. Thank you, David. Yes. Thank you, David. Can't wait to hear what he does a deep dive for next, though. Maybe it'll be Hawkeye. I don't know. David, tell us what you're going to deep dive with. But yeah, man, that's it. That's our show this week. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Did you check out? What did you check out over the over the Thanksgiving holiday? Or were you too into football and turkey and stuff and decorating and shit to not even and give a shit? Macy's Preeds with the giant inflatable baby Yodas. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta say, I didn't watch that, though. I wasn't even awake, I don't think, when that was on. Yeah, I'm I'm just upset we, we spoiled it for ourselves and found out who won the national dog show. We like watching the dog show every Thanksgiving. And damn I it if we didn't... Didn't even know that was on. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that Contact Us button, let us know what you did over the Thanksgiving holiday, what you watched. Or engage with us on social media at symbol the watchlist pod at symbol pirate Alice at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. While you are clicking that subscribe button to this most awesome podcast, because we are there for you and we watch crap so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, we need sponsors. No, uh, make sure that you give us a good review on Apple Podcasts on uh, if you listen on Apple. That's cool. nice. what I got. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for us. That's it for us. All right, everybody. Enjoy your week. Uh, as you get into the holiday season, you know, be be safe. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I got, yeah. You know, I before know. I would I say nothing. mask up, but now it's like, well, I'm triple vaccinated myself. So. I, all I can say, all right, I, I know what to say. Don't be stupid. There you go. That's How's a good that? one. Don't be stupid. Yep. Don't be okay. stupid. Punch today in the face. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, you guys take care, and thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you, and we will catch you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.